0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Cincinnati Reds have hit the over. You are locked on Reds. Your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: You are locked on reds and boy are these reds so much fun thanks for making locked on reds your first listen of the day we are part of the locked on podcast network and we are free and available on all podcasting platforms i'm steven offenbaker he's jeff carr and we are diehard baseball fans we have a passion for the cincinnati reds we have taken our love of the game our passion for baseball and we have turned that passion into information for you. We want to thank those of you that listen every day. Thank you guys so much for being everydayers. Get in the comment section. Talk about how excited you are about this team because we want to talk baseball with you. And on today's podcast, we are going to be talking about a lot of things that are exciting and uplifting and optimistic and we're energetic. We are fired up. The Cincinnati Reds have hit the over. The youngsters are firing on all cylinders and the bullpen is bullpenning in a great way. It is a fun time to be a Reds fan. Before we get into any of that, I want to shout out the sponsor of today's podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bunches. Download the Bunches app today. And when you do, our friends at Bunches have featured the Locked On MLB Bunch in the Discover tab. You can also click on the link in the description down in the show notes to join the Locked On MLB Bunch community today. All right, Jeff, I don't know how much fun you had today. I know how much fun I had today watching this game ellie de la cruz matt mcclain will
0: benson against left handers it is all coming together (laughs) my friend it is all coming together in a big way and i think that we've been waiting for this we've been waiting for them to kind of work through the 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 quicksand or whatever it was that they were going through metaphorically of course uh there for the last three weeks or so this month of august they still technically have a losing record but to tell me if, if I was to tell you that the Reds hit the over on August 24th, if I told you that back in March, I mean, wouldn't you have been like, really? Are you sure? No, sir. I never got I- of it. That's why I took the over. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, we're only eight wins away from my prediction of 75. That's going to make it look like I was just not that bullish about this team, but the way that the Reds have done this have been with just a host of rookies. I mean, the only way that this Reds team can make this improbable turnaround was with the rookie group that they had. Think about, The free agent spending spree that Dick Williams went on, and we use spending spree in Cincinnati, very relative uh, compared to those of the Steve Cohens of the world. But this free agent spending spree that Dick Williams went on to revamp this team, to revitalize this team, that could not have worked out this well. That would not have worked out this well. This team now... Has the talent not only to make the playoffs this year, but for many years to come. And the whole idea of getting rid of peaks and valleys, it falls on the shoulders of guys like Ellie De La Cruz and Matt McClain.
1: Yeah, clearly the the buy-the-wins philosophy that Dick Williams brought forward, and, and listen, some of that did need to be brought forward. Don't think yeah, that, that I'm to, criticizing all of the things Dick Williams did. Uh, he tried some things. Some of it worked. Some of it didn't. But it started to at least change the mindset. And now Nick Kroll has just taken it to a whole new level because where we're at now is sustainable. The spending of the money wasn't sustainable. But if you look at yesterday's second game, Jeff, the oh. first five hitters in the lineup, <laughs> We're all rookies. It went Noel v. Marte, Matt McClain, Ellie De La Cruz, Spencer Steer, and Christian Encarnacion-Strand. That's five guys that are under team control for the next six years. I can't yeah, wait, wait to watch Reds baseball for a long, long time. It is just, It's so much fun right now.
0: And that's why, and and sure, we can split hairs and get really mad about the fact that TJ Hopkins started that game, but that's why I didn't care about that. You're talking about Noel V. Marte is the most recent call-up. To say nothing of the fact that we really didn't see him actually getting called up this year, maybe for a cup of coffee at the end of September, but even that seemed very unlikely. And now here he is leading off. He played in both games yesterday. Absolutely phenomenal to see this rookie lineup. And there was a picture and, um, I'm, I'm not sure of the source, so I can't share it. I don't know if I've got permission to share it here on uh, the YouTube side here today, but if you go find it on Twitter, I tweeted it out. There is a picture of Ellie De La Cruz, Christian Encarnacion strand, Matt McLean, and Noel V Marte all circled around Shohei Otani talking to him. And I just thought, man, when we were looking at the trade deadline and what it would take to get Shohei Ohtani, that's what it would have taken. The Reds yep. infield that they currently have, and we are looking so good for the future. And, it's, and it starts with Ellie De La Cruz. The guy's going to be a top player in Major League Baseball for years to come. Oh, there's no question. It was great
1: to see the power from the right side of the plate. You know, that's yeah. been the question, right? Is is the right side gonna catch up with the left? I don't know if it's ever gonna be equal as far as splits go, but it's nice to see that the ability is there and it's starting to translate at the major league level. Uh Ellie is, is just the great disruptor. I mean, I don't care what you wanted to say about the, the first game in this series, uh, with the error, and was it a gift? Was it an error on the angels' part, or was it because of Ellie? You know, I tend to believe it was because, because of Ellie. Of Ellie. I, I think that for First baseman was rushing because he saw what was streaking up the first baseline and that forced the error now you know did ellie directly force the error well his speed forced the error and it turned into a win again in the second game ellie de la cruz carried the way i mean this is this is the ellie de la cruz series jeff i think that's what we can call it he is the reason they were able to pull together a by the way we didn't say it up top a sweep of the los angeles angels of Anaheim, it, Southern California, New Mexico, and the greater Tri-State <laughs> area.
0: <laughs> no, but I think that's the important thing. And, and, you know, I talked about it on yesterday's pod when you were here. Like, he got that 20th steal. He became the fastest player ever to get to 10 homers and 20 steals. He beat Barry Bonds with that. And that is the thing for me. We are going to be talking about Ellie De La Cruz in the vein of – players like Barry Bonds. We're not talking about the obscure players that, Oh, Hey, they had one really good year and then they disappeared. We're talking about career greats because Ellie de la Cruz is going to be a career great, but not to be outdone. Matt McClain was a huge force in this series. I mean, the, the, the huge go ahead Homer late in the game against the angels in that second game really sealed it for the reds. but, Matt McClain really has put together a resume so far this season that could rival Corbin Carroll. I think it's almost a foregone conclusion. The NL rookie of the year is going to be Corbin Carroll this year to most people, but not so fast. My friend, Matty McClutch is coming up hot on his heels.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, first of all, to go back to where you grew up and go into the stadium where you sat in the stands as a kid and Mm -hmm. and watched games and in your first at-bat there, Homer. I mean, how cool was that? And then to bookend it with the go-ahead runs in the final game of the series. Amazing. Here's something I want to drop on you. And, uh, you know, since you don't know what's coming, it's great. Ellie De La Cruz probably ends up being the best of this bunch Mm -hmm. over the course of his career. Ellie De La Cruz is not the best rookie on this team right now. Matt McClain is the best rookie on this team right now. Uh, Ellie will eventually take that away, but between the way that he plays defense, what he's done offensively, his hustle, the spark he is to the lineup right now, I think he should win rookie of the year. Now, it comes down to can he beat Carroll? And here's my concern. I think so many of these Reds rookies are going to split up the votes that it's going to go to (laughs) Carroll by default. I maintain that Major League Baseball should just make an exemption this year and give the Cincinnati Reds the rookie of the year, not one individual rookie. Just give it to the team, give Nick Craw his executive of the year at the ward all at the same time and have a big show of the thing because the only way that Carroll really wins this award is because all of these great, talented young Reds are splitting up the votes.
0: And I had futures on uh, CES, Matt McLean, and Spencer Steer winning Rookie of the Year. So all of those should pay out if that happens. Totally exactly. Should exactly. I think Vegas will agree with me. They'll definitely agree with me. But, no, I, I, I totally agree with you because – Corbin Carroll, the the Diamondbacks can have Corbin Carroll. The Reds have a megazord of rookies when it comes to this team. This entire team is like a bunch of really key parts coming together just at the right time. I am so happy to see the way that Ellie De La Cruz and Matt McClain have led this team, and they are the two guys right now that when you look at the lineup, when you look at if you're an opposing pitcher, I don't care if you're Justin Verlander and you're looking at this lineup, you mark those two guys down because you can't let them beat you, even though they probably will. I know it's exciting. We're talking about these rookies and, and I know
1: coming up, we're going to talk about some second year players, but you just look at these rookies and then think that in the second year list is Hunter green and Alexis Diaz yeah. and Mr. Dolo and rookies. We haven't even talked about and Andrew Abbott second year player and Graham Ashcraft. I mean, my God, this team is going to be so much fun for so long. I can't wait, Jeff. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait.
0: Yeah. We've, I've saved that graphic of talking about how long the Reds have guys under team control. We're definitely going to bring that up again here soon to remind everybody how awesome that is, because there's just been far more than these two guys. I mean, Matt McClain and Ellie La Cruz are amazing, but there's even more because coming up next, Spencer Steer deserves plenty of recognition, but so does the last second year player that we expected, especially when you go back to our preseason episodes. That's coming up next. Before we get into that, though, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors here today, and that is Bunches. Okay, Lockdown Reds fans, uh, you got to learn about this new app, Bunches. Bunches is a new social media app built just for sports fans where you can chat about sports in real time. Go to the Apple App Store today and download Bunches. I'm telling you, you're going to love the conversations with other Lockdown Reds and Lockdown MLB listeners and fans. Bunches is the place where sports fans chat and you don't have to worry about getting weird political sharing and all of this other stuff. Or, you know, the, if you're not into the Barbenheimer stuff, I kind of was. But if you're not into that, it's all sports focus, baby. Check out Bunches. Plus, the Lockdown Mob group chat is on bunches go there now and collect uh, connect with other baseball fans chat about your favorite team and keep up with the latest mlb news you can chat about your team every day just like we do here on Lockdown reds every single day uh plus i mean there's great takes on there as well different guys you, you can uh really just pile on guys that make awful takes in the moment it's all there on the bunches app download the bunches app today when you do our friends at bunches have featured the locked on mlb bunch in the discover tab you can also click the link in our description down below and join the locked on moe bunch community today remember if you can't be out west uh, to see the reds play in arizona you can catch every pitch of the reds hometown broadcast with sirius xm on the sxm app just search the word reds you know i always say if you can't be out west but Technically, Steve, you'd have to come east. So I guess it's all Correct. relative. Right? Other
1: direction, Jeff.
0: Yeah, you'd have to go. Boy, those glasses um, <laughs> paid off. <laughs> Thanks as always for making Lockdown Reds your first listen every day. Every day is coming up on the next Lockdown Reds. Mo Egger from ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW will join the show to celebrate the reds hitting the over, because as he has said multiple times, as we've said multiple times, that doesn't happen very often in the last year, uh, recent history of this reds team. Steve, I think it's going to happen quite a bit more often as we move forward because man, this team is good. And yes, Ellie de La Cruz, Matt McClain leading the way, but having one rookie phenom is nice. Like the D backs and Corbin Carroll having two is great, but what the reds have is special because it's more than that yeah it's super
1: special and real quick jeff i want to take a minute and shout out auntie darlene because you've met auntie darlene in fact auntie darlene's downstairs right now we're having a barbecue down there and she's always on me about you guys need to be more positive can you believe it she thinks you need to be more positive (laughs) but this is one of those episodes that is geared directly for her so here you go auntie darlene martinez here is your positive episode because not only did we fill the whole first second segment with optimism and hope this whole second set segment is going to be filled with optimism and hope second year guys that we didn't even talk about like will benson like uh is going off two hits yeah. against the left-handed pitcher yesterday jeff uh who, who, Spencer. who said said that i know i know it was you on your pumper cart and you were right and i mean you should really just get a t-shirt that says that because it may (laughs) never happen again but you were on that one and i am so proud of you for it you know and what spencer steer did over the course of this series and you know i don't know if you caught it but his brother works for the angels and his brother threw out the first pitch yesterday and caught it so a nice moment you know both of these guys in matt mcclain and spencer steer that grew up in this area uh there was a big Contingent from Spencer Steers High School, current students there came out to the game yesterday, and they showed them in the stands all wearing the high school gear and celebrating every time Spencer did something. That's the kind of stuff that grows this game. That's the kind of yes. stuff that brings new fans in. And this listen, folks, buckle up for the longest time. As Reds fans, we've been isolated in our little region of the heartland of America. You know, welcome to Ohio, the heart of it all, that we were in our own little world. That is about to change. The Cincinnati Reds are about to be a national brand because these young, exciting players are going to bring all this youth along with them. And, you know, it's going to be hard to get tickets to the ballpark is what I think is going to happen. This team is about to get super popular super quickly.
0: Well, and it's interesting, too, because, like, the tv ratings for the reds around this area the last few years and the radio ratings and things like that when reds games were on 700ww every day um are still very good the, the the reds tv market is still a very strong market even through all the struggles so there was a sleeping giant of a fan base that was just begging for anything and let's think about this for a minute because as awesome as it is to have all these players Let's think about how much we as fans deserve this. We Absolutely. as fans that have hung on with this team, have hung on with all of the rounds of rookies, and you, you know you can name all of your favorite rookies that didn't turn into anything. You know The Brandon Larson's of the world, the, the, the Daniel Corsino's of the world, all these guys that uh, had so much hype, and then they come up and they just turn into nothing. Now we've got a team full of players that have all turned into something right away, like right now, like this team. And, and, and it's why CES and Noel V Marte not coming up and hitting a million home runs in their first two games. Isn't that big of a deal because they've already got such a huge support system around them. And yes, Will Benson has been everything that I said he would be and more. And he continues. I mean, He's still he's struggling a little bit out in the field, but everything else has been amazing. He hits awesome. He's learning against lefties to really be an everyday guy. And where the Reds lack their future like blueprint right now is in the outfield. Will Benson is absolutely a part of that blueprint. And Spencer Steer is becoming. The left fielder of the future. And he's the RBI guy for this team right now. He is the guy that if somebody's on base, if the Reds need a run, the Reds need a hit, you look for Spencer Steer. He's not going to be the guy that grabs all the headlines. And it was funny because in the post game after uh, the first game of the doubleheader, uh, they asked him and they asked him the question that every single player gives, you know, some kind of coach speak answer to. They said, you know, how cool was it to face Shohei Otani? And he was candid with it. He's like, you know, I can't speak for everybody else, but I was really pumped, man. uh, He's at the top of his game. He's one of the best that's ever done it. And I want to face that guy. I want to face him and I want to hit off of him. That's the mentality that all these guys have. And I absolutely love that. And Spencer Steer is kind of like the glue, um, the, the unsung hero, as it were. Is he
1: Tony Perez? Is that what you're trying to say?
0: Uh, Maybe, maybe I just, I really, there's so many dudes on this team that yes, you can grab a headline with some awesome play. And Spencer Steer's just going to be there with like a two for three day or a three for five day with, you know, two or three RBIs, maybe four or five total bases and just quietly doing his thing. And then at the end of the year, we're going to be like, Whoa, how'd he do all that?
1: Well listen, I was asked over on the Discord server today, Jeff. I was watching. I watched both games in the Discord server today with the guys. That was a lot of fun. But I was asked if I was ready to change my stance on TJ Friedel. Am I ready to anoint TJ Friedel as the center fielder of the future? Now my answer to the guys at the time was, I'm not quite sure. Uh, I, I'm worried that, that this is an, out, an outlier year that you know, is this who he is? Uh, I'm not sure, but here's where I'm at. And you've heard me say this before about other players. I'm ready to say he is the center fielder of the future unless someone comes and takes it away from him. What he's doing out there defensively right now, what he's doing against left-handed pitching, what he's doing day in and day out in this lineup says to me, you keep running him out there. Now, if it goes away, we adjust course. If somebody that's better comes along, we adjust course. But should he be playing every day for the rest of the way? Absolutely, 100%.
0: He saved Lion Richardson in that second mm-hmm. game. I yes, mean, what did. was that... Was that the second inning or the third inning? It was like everybody was just tattooing. I think it was the second inning. Mm-hmm. Everybody was tattooing everything through plate word, And even the one fly ball that TJ Hopkins should have caught, he misplayed and didn't end up catching it, and it turned into a hit and all that bad stuff. But TJ Frieda was out there running into the wall and making diving stops on Shohei Otani line drives. And, and then even later on in the game, he gets on base three different times, and you're just like – Dude, there is something about him. And, and when you look at his stats, his OPS plus is 107. Like you're never going to be like, oh my gosh, this guy's an MVP level dude. But again, he falls into that category of what do you need to do to win? He's going to do that thing. And I think that that in and of itself is so far more valuable than any one statistic.
1: Now, before we run out of time in this segment, I think we should jump over and talk about a couple of the pitchers. Uh, You know, of course, we saw Andrew Abbott out there in this series, and he didn't have his best stuff. But here's a takeaway uh, if you were watching the game, he gutted it out. He did enough to not let the game get out of hand. He did enough to keep the things within the possibilities of winning. You know, and David Bell got him out of there early. And I don't disagree with that decision. I know we were in a doubleheader, but again, those are innings that are now banked for the playoffs. And I'm okay with that. But Andrew Abbott showed that he has the ability to gut it out. He has the ability to, to muscle his way forward when he has to, you know, and, and he's, of course, this rotation is at his best when he's at his best, but he's going to have off days. And he had an off day and the red still found a way to win. That's the biggest takeaway from that start. Uh, Someone we didn't see, but that is also becoming an important piece of this rotation, especially now with the Nicoladolo news, and that's Brandon Williamson. He has done the things that I said from the beginning that I hoped it played out this way. I hoped that they brought him up. Knowing it was a little early, knowing he probably wasn't quite ready for prime time, but that he would be able to come up and work directly with Derek Johnson and work directly with the other coaches and face major league hitting and develop and take that step forward that he wasn't getting in Louisville. And that's exactly what he's done. He has demonstrated that he is clearly a solid number four guy in this rotation right now.
0: Yeah, both these guys were huge finds. I mean, think about what it took to get them up here. There was a lot of injuries. There was a lot of uncertainty, and we were kind of worried at the time that the starting rotation was going to be the thing that torpedoes this season, and it just had enough, and these two guys were a huge reason why it was able to just be the little engine that could just, just, just get you to the next day, get you to the next week. And it's Abbott and it's Williamson and their abilities. And and look, Brandon Williamson, he's not lighting up the stat sheet right now, but he recently, he has pitched very well. And he's been pitching deeper into the ball game. He's going to be asked and, and kind of the expectation for this first start in Arizona is he needs to go a little bit deeper now with the bullpen having pitched what feels like a million innings on Wednesday, but he's been able to do that here recently. So I think that that could possibly happen. Andrew Abbott is absolutely going to be in our offseason conversation of who is the ace of this staff. I think he's I mean, right now he kind of is until Hunter Green takes it back and until we see Nick Lodolo back healthy next year. So I, I really feel like these two guys, as much as we didn't expect them to, have been huge reasons why the Reds have been so successful.
1: Yeah, absolutely. What the Reds have is just very, very special. But listen, Jeff, the rookies aren't the only reason that the Reds have made such a fast turnaround. Uh, Coming up, we'll give you another aspect of the team that has led to this success. We're going to get to that here in just a minute. Before I talk to you about that, though, I want to talk to you about one of the sponsors of today's podcast. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Sleeper. Want a chance to win more money with less picks? We'll head to Sleeper, the number one sports app on the App Store where you can win up to 100 times your money on just two or more fantasy baseball picks. Sleeper is now offering up to 100 times the payout for up to 8 pick contests. Choose as many as eight players that you like and pick more or less on your favorite baseball stats like home runs, strikeouts, hits, and so much more. Get your picks right and you could win big. Do you think Joey Votto is going to go off again and start banging the baseball? Smash more on the homers. Do you think Ellie is going to run? Well, by God, we think Ellie is going to run. So slash more on the steals. Entries can be made in 30 seconds or less. It's that easy. They also have safe and fast withdrawals. Use the promo code locked On, and you're going to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. And remember, if you can't be in Arizona for the game, you can catch every pitch of the Reds' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just download the app and search the word reds you can also follow this podcast on all platforms including youtube Uh, by now we hope you have subscribed click the subscribe button on youtube Click the subscribe button in your audio feed so that you never, ever miss an episode uh, when we post extra stuff, go live. Uh, we've got some special stuff coming up here uh, the rest of the way and hopefully some playoff baseball to talk about. Uh, also, get in our Discord server. Uh, I was talking about it earlier. It's a great community. If you want to join us, there's a link down in the show description. Click that link. Join in. We love talking baseball and we love talking baseball with you. So what are you waiting for? Get in there. We want to hear from you. All right, Jeff, I guess I keep saying it. How good is this team? Well, even the bullpen. Yes, the bullpen. This yep. this bullpen that we have badgered and beat down and overused and abused and then kicked them while they were down and done it all over again. They're a huge reason why this team has won so many games, and they're still, by and large, doing a fantastic job when David Bell
0: calls upon them. Look, you're not a baseball fan if you don't complain about your team's bullpen that's just a fact of life. Like we're all going to complain about our bullpen and every single year you want to know what your team needs at the trade deadline, bullpen help. Everybody needs bullpen help all the time. But this season what the reds have done with the bullpen arms that they have has been absolutely phenomenal. And the bullpen is a huge reason why they've won so much. We talked about, you know, Abbott and Williamson tried to help bring some stability to a rotation that was in turmoil for much of the year. Because the rotation was in turmoil for much of the year, the bullpen had to pick up the slack because David Bell wasn't going to leave Luke Weaver in to pitch eight innings. uh, David Bell wasn't going to leave Luis Sessa. You remember him? Luis Sessa. In pitch four innings, let alone six or seven or eight. Side note,
1: doesn't that feel like an eternity ago? Oh my god, Luis yes, Sessa and Connor Overton <laughs> were starting games for the Cincinnati Reds.
0: Right. Remember Luis Cessa? Oh, and we hit the over and we had Luis Sessa and uh, good in rotation. Times. <laughs> oh man. Um I'm glad that didn't last long. But Alexis Diaz ob- obviously is the leader of this group. He is a massive reason why the Reds have been so good. He leads, at least last I checked, I think it's it's either a tie or he is you know solely in first place, leads Major League Baseball in, in saves. He's definitely in the discussion for best closer. I think you probably still give it to that dude in Baltimore, Felix Bautista, but Alexis Diaz is right up there with him and just how good he has been As the ace of the Reds bullpen. No, without question. And, 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 you know, we worried if there
1: was going to be a sophomore slump. We worried how he was going to adjust to the, the, the bright hot lights of being closer 1A. And, and he's been phenomenal. Um, yep. You know, every pitcher is not perfect every time out. And, and he's had his few moments where things have gone sideways. But by and large, I don't really ever have any discomfort at all when David Bell points to the bullpen and Alexis Diaz comes into the game. Uh, you know, there were some times where he was clearly tired and we wanted him to have some rest. Uh, but I don't think either one of us have ever really doubted just how special he is for this bullpen and and being the right player in the right place at the right time to be that stabilizer that this team needed in a in a in a race that they didn't really expect to be in. And yet everybody, including Diaz has really stepped up their game to the next level, just that quickly to be able to keep this team in contention. And here we are in for a a wild card spot. Now still closing in on the brewers. I I still firmly believe they can take this division. It's not over with yet. Uh, There's a lot of meaningful baseball coming and I'm just, I'm, you know, Jeff, I'm going to say it. I'm kind of confident. I think this yep. team is doing things. I think they're going to be a great disruptor. And if this team gets into this playoffs, watch out.
0: There's something that, and I didn't put this in the rundown, so I'm deviating just a little bit from our notes, but something I was looking up, we, we've talked about this and that the Reds have an opportunity to become the first team ever in major league history to go from a 100 loss season to a division title. Do you know how many teams have gone from a 100 or more loss season to the playoffs in any form or fashion? Two. One. One. And it was an American League team, the 2017 Minnesota Twins. That's it. The Reds could become the first ever National League team to go from 100 losses to the playoffs in any form or fashion. Now, that, that Twins team lost in the one-game wild card to the New York Yankees. So obviously the Reds have a little bit more of an opportunity here and they could possibly win a wild card series to pay on the matchup and things like that. But I just, the the opportunity in front of this team that has been brought on because of the amazing rookies on this team, that has been brought on from the TJ Friedles and the guys that we didn't expect and has been brought on because of the bullpen and the way that the bullpen has pitched. And think about this because I think people love to bash him. We we love to talk about whenever David Bell makes a mistake, but look at the big picture here. Look at the body of work. David Bell has managed a group of misfit toys and Lucas Sims. Lucas Sims, is a talented dude, just well enough to make a good difference. David Bell has been good at managing this bullpen.
1: Yeah, and, and let's let's not forget what this collection looks like. I love that you called them the misfit toys. They're out there on their own little island. But you're absolutely right. Lucas Sims, we weren't sure what he was going to be coming back off of the injury. We didn't know. Buck Farmer was just an adequate pickup that we thought could be adequate that we didn't expect anything special from. And he's been light out at times. You know, Ian yes. Jabot, who was a gimme, he came over here as a gimme pretty much. And now they've gotten two seasons of... of Pretty much effective use when he's not in the wrong situations, when they're able to use him in the right places. He's very effective. Fernando Cruz pitched in both games of the doubleheader. You know, they, yes, they keep did. calling upon these guys. Derek Law coming into the game on Sunday, I think had 15 straight appearances without allowing a run, something like that. Alex Young, and I know he struggled against lefties of late. But when he was the only lefty in that bullpen, when he was the only guy you could go to, he did a good job. All of these guys have stepped up in the moments that they needed to step up in and kept this team relevant. And they all right now, because we're being so optimistic and full of praise, they all deserve a little bit of praise right now. Now look, there's a lot of baseball left. We're not calling it. We're not, we're not saying we've clinched right. anything. A lot of baseball to go. But I feel good about this group of guys heading into September.
0: But you know what, Steve, we have clinched the over and that yes, is yeah. how we will wrap up today's podcast before we get out of here. Uh, remember, you can catch every pitch of the Reds hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search the word Reds. <sighs>
1: All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Reds. Thanks, as always, for making us your first Listen Every Day. Listen Every Day is coming up on tomorrow's show. Don't miss it because Mo Egger is going to check in. We are going to be celebrating hitting the over. Uh, Cigars may be smoked. Bourbon may be consumed. I'm not sure what direction this is going to go, although Mo has a show right after, so maybe Jeff and I will be misbehaving in Mo He might have coffee, yeah. (laughs) He might have coffee, yeah. But we're going to have some fun. Make sure that you have subscribed. So you don't miss it. Uh, Jeff, what can they expect from us in the meantime?
0: They can expect us to be all over the transactions. Trey Mancini signed to a minor league deal, by the way. Don't know if that means anything at all. Uh, They can expect us to be all over who's getting called up injuries and and returning and all that good stuff because we are locked on reds every single day.
1: Oh, I never doubted we were going to
0: hit the over 80 wins is next. Oh, that's going to be
1: free steak, baby. Free steak.
0: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.